I'm going in search of witches. Witches? Witches. I guess you found me out, huh? Yeah. You should come around here on Halloween. You'd really see something then. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we all jump off the roof and fly. You know, sort of like a coven. We were placed fester under some strange sexual spell. At what time will we be spellcasting? Hello, witches, and welcome to Moonstone Witchery, the podcast where we discuss witchcraft and spirituality in a modern context. My name is Rian Lockard. I am the head witch over here at Moonstone Witchery. Um, you can find me online on Instagram at moonstone underscore witchery. You can find me on my website where we have lots of cool things happening at moonstonewitchery.com. I would love for you to check it out. Um, we are starting some fun new things that I will talk to you about at the end over there on the website, including a crystal of the month subscription service that I have kept supremely affordable because I think that everybody deserves a crystal every month. Um, and you can find me on Facebook. There is a Facebook page. It is, you know, it's getting there. (laughs) Um, so anyway, welcome. I'm glad that I'm here. I'm glad that you are here. You can find me on this podcast and I wanted to talk today about something very cool. So, um, get prepared, drum roll, please. I will be telling you what that is in a second, but I first wanted to say I have a cold, sad, sad sound, sad emoji, crying face emoji. Um, so if my voice sounds a little off, that would be why, or if I start to cough or clear my throat, please forgive me. So today, what are we going to talk about? What I'd love to talk about is something that is spiritual and witchy, although it might not seem like it at first. I'm going to title this podcast, perhaps this episode, Empath 101, A Guide to Being an Empath, because I think that, well, I know that there are many of us walking around out in this wild wilderness of life as empaths, and perhaps we don't even know that we are empaths, or perhaps you don't even know what an empath is, or perhaps you feel... in some ways maybe uncomfortable claiming the title of empath or claiming the word empath. And um, I would love to chat about it because I believe that it is fundamentally very important to acknowledge the skills that we have in this life and to claim ownership of them so that we can work with them. A lot of us are taught, don't be, don't brag, don't be boastful, don't be vain. That's fine. Um, Bragging and boastfulness and vanity come from a place of negativity within you. The intention behind those energies is to sort of make others feel bad or to put others down. And that's why it's considered a negative quality. But to claim ownership of something is is entirely different. It's to say, um, I can do this thing. I have this skill. I have this tool. I have this ability. And that is a beautiful thing. And the reason that's a beautiful thing is because that allows us to know what our own personal strengths are. And when we know what our own personal strengths are, we're able to use them to help others. 
So this is why, or this is how I'd like to offer to give you permission to feel okay with um, claiming ownership of your own strengths and skills. So what does that have to do with being an empath? Well, it has everything to do with being an empath, actually, because what I want you to do is to listen to the definition of an empath, maybe to hear what um, what I have to say or what the conversation is today on this podcast about about being an empath, and to absorb it, and no, no pun intended with that, but really to absorb it and to say, um, okay, maybe this makes sense, maybe I resonate with this, maybe this is me, and to allow yourself to claim ownership. Because once you know what you're dealing with, then you can work with it. If you don't know what you're dealing with, you can't work with it. Sounds obvious, seems obvious, but it's not always obvious. So my job a lot of the time is to just say obvious things that actually are so right in front of us that we don't even see them and we don't know that we don't know them and we don't know that we're not interacting with them. So take that as you may. So I'd like to start off by defining, well, what is an empath? An empath, and this is my definition, is somebody who can feel the feelings of others. Um, somebody who is aware of the feelings or the energy emanating from another person, place, or thing. I like to include places and things in my definition of empaths because there are absolutely people who can walk into a space. I mean, I'm one of these people, but um, I also consider myself a psychic intuitive. But when you go into a place, do you ever feel its vibe? <clears throat> do you ever go... Ooh, I don't like it in here. Or no way am I going into that room. Or do you ever have a converse effect where like you're like, oh my God, this energy in this space is so beautiful and I love it so much. Well, to me, that's you being like an, um, an empath of spaces, you know? That's you picking up on the energy of a space. Same as with like an object. Have you ever held something in your hand and been like, what is this? This feels magnificent. Or, oh my God, like get rid of it, <laughs> you know? I believe that places and objects accumulate energy in the same way that people have energy that they're emanating or putting out into the universe in some capacity or another. Um, so for me, when I define empath, and I'm writing an ebook about this, and in my ebook about this, spoiler alert, um, I definitely define empath as um, somebody who is able to feel the feelings or energies emanating from people, places, and objects. <clears throat> Okay, so you are aware of that energy, you know what it is, you, you picking up on it. Now, here's the trick, though. If you are allowing yourself to sort of step into this, into your spirituality or into your greatness in some capacity, you'll let yourself know that you're aware of the energy. You'll go, oh, I don't like how it feels in, in here. Um, if you're at the next level, you'll modify your behavior based on that awareness. That is called like self-trust. You will trust yourself to the point that you will feel a feeling about a place or a person or a thing and you will modify your behavior. So for example, if you get a bad vibe from someone, step like level zero is, level zero is like, I have a bad vibe from this person, but I'm not going to even let myself know that I have a bad vibe or like, or the, the other thing that people do a lot is. And gosh, I see this a lot. So please try to be, have awareness if you do this with yourself because this is actively like dangerous in a way for you. A lot of things I'll see people do is they'll go, I have a bad vibe from this person. I'm going to actively distrust myself and force myself to interact with that person extra or to be extra nice to them or to like extra engage with that person because I have a bad vibe about them. <clears throat> That's not good, y'all. 
that is not good. I don't like to make judgment statements like that's bad or that's good or whatever. But this, in this case, I will go ahead and make a judgment statement. It's not good for you to get an intuitive hit, which is what that is, or to have like your empath sensors activated and for them to be saying to you, oh my gosh, that's bad vibe, bad vibe, bad vibe. And you go, oh really? Bad vibe? I'm going to just like lean really hard into that situation. I'm just going to like extra engage. I have seen people do that. I'm sure that we all know somebody who does this, who has such like deep self-distrust or self-loathing even, or such a lack of regard for their own personal safety, or they've been so like hammered down by life and trauma and abuse that they just don't trust themselves to the point that if they hear any message from themselves, they're going to do the exact opposite that's sadness to me that's the embodiment of sadness our intuition is like the spark of like god or spirit living within us and for us to hear it and to intentionally turn our back to it super sad um if you find yourself doing this please stop immediately you don't have to you don't have to do the opposite and like actively like establish really good boundaries and cut someone out of your life. You don't have to do that. That's a big step. But please stop leaning into the opposite of what your intuition tells you to do. Okay. <clears throat> but let's go back to like a more mainstream sort of example. So if you see a person, you have a bad vibe from them. Step zero is to go, okay, I'm aware that I'm feeling something. Okay. Level one would be like, um, I'm aware that I'm feeling something and I see that it's coming from this particular person. I get a bad vibe from this person and to just know about it, but to behave how you would otherwise to kind of let your mind and your thoughts still control your actions. The next level is to go, I'm aware that I have a bad vibe about this person. I don't like them and I'm going to modify how I behave now as a result. Now this doesn't mean that I want you to be like nasty to this person. I am never going to advocate you putting bad energy out as a default. I'm just never going to advocate it. I don't like that. I don't I'm not all about that life. What I will say is that you can go ahead and know that you have a bad vibe from someone and just kind of like correct your correct your day around it. Like avoid them or <clears throat> show up really pleasant, shield your energy around them if you're stuck in like some capacity and you have to interact with this person. But do not ever forget that you have this vibe or that you have this innate knowing or that you have this energy. Sit with it, observe it, watch it, modify your behavior though. Don't open up your soul and tell them like your life secrets. If you start to feel like you want to talk to them, um, monitor what you're saying. Just be aware. What I'm trying to fundamentally say that I just, I should just use these words is trust yourself. Believe yourself. Can you imagine a world in which you like give yourself the grace of believing yourself? It's not amazing. Like what if you don't have to be mean to yourself? And what if you don't have to be hard on yourself? And what if you can believe yourself about the energy and the intuitions that you're getting? Now, you know, and I say this all the time on this podcast, I say this all the time, witchcraft is self-work, okay? Witchcraft and self-work go hand in hand. Sometimes our thoughts lie to us. Sometimes our feelings lie to us. So there's a fine line between believing yourself and trusting your intuition. And the only way that you can get really good at that is through practice. So the only way you can practice that is by saying to yourself, okay, 
I'm going to see what energy I'm picking up in a situation and I'm going to practice trusting myself and believing that energy and then I'm going to sit and observe what happens without taking action. And the more you do that, the more you can learn to trust yourself and the more you can discern what's intuition and what's just kind of like a feeling or a negative thought or a harmful pattern of behavior because it can get confusing what's some kind of thought that I'm having that's just me being mean to myself versus what's an active intuitive hit. There are some ways that we can try to figure that out though. One way we can figure that out is if we are triggered up into our mind and we're on a familiar tape. So like if you meet a person, you get a certain vibe from them and it triggers a tape to run in your mind that's like, oh, I'm so stupid and not funny and awkward or whatever and that's a familiar thought pattern that you have and it gets triggered that's not usually a vibe or an energy you're picking up that's a tape that you're running because something happened that made you feel inadequate or unacceptable or something negative and when we feel those negative feelings like this tape starts running that's like oh yeah here's why here's why you're useless here's why whatever we all have these negative tapes that we must like strive to defeat in our lifetime that's a thought. <clears throat> when we have an intuitive hit though, it's like an energy. It's like this pulsating vibe. It's like, imagine like a superhero movie and someone like puts up a force field around themselves and it's like sends out these waves that everybody feels or something like that. That's what it's like to receive the energy from someone intuitively. You're like, whoa, I'm getting slammed with it. And for me, and me alone, I don't know, well, not me alone, but I'm not saying that this is the only way to do it. But for me, I feel those vibes like in my chest, in my heart, kind of. That's where my intuition lives. So if you can figure out where your intuition is in your body, it really helps you to discern, well, what are negative thought patterns versus what is my intuition? Because I'll feel a vibe in a different place than I will think a thought. So our intuition helps us to know, okay, this is an energy emanating from that person beautiful. The more you can practice with this, the better. Okay. Um, because it's almost fun. It's almost like treasure hunting, right? To like go into a space and be like, what do I feel here? What vibes do I get from this person? What vibes do I get from this person? What vibes do I get from that person? And then to just practice trusting yourself. And I really like to sit back and be the observer. And I like to sit back and like watch and see, am I right? Am I not right? Like, hmm, like I'm doing this field study. Like I'm like out in like the, I don't know, the jungle watching like the monkeys or something. And I'm like taking notes on on whatever's going on. I don't know. That was a weird analogy. But you understand what I'm saying? I want you to be the observer of your own life. I want you to be the observer of your own intuition. And I want you to sort of detach from judgment of yourself and just be like a scientist about it and just be like, okay, I'm going to watch and see what vibes do I get and how does that play out? Because another part of what's going on is that as empaths, as people who feel the feelings of others or feel the energy emanating from others, we often tend to make it about ourselves a little bit. And this is like the sticky, gross little trap. So I want to like kind of call your attention to it. Empaths kind of tend to be born sometimes from tra from trauma, from growing up in trauma, um, wherein they tend to often have been raised by someone who you know, maybe had a little bit of an emotionally abusive manner to them. And so an empath is someone who was really, who finally tuned skills on, who has finely tuned skills around 
reading the energy that is unspoken, unseen, unheard, undeclared. (laughs) An empath is someone who is into that energy field. They can pick up on the subtleties. They are aware of the energy emanating from someone. Now, if you were raised that way and you are familiar with like, um, that emotional abuse kind of stew, what you know is that in those circumstances, the unspoken contract is the abusive person is going to emanate an energy and the person being abused, generally the person who is the empath, is going to feel obligated to do something about that energy. And that's what the abusive person wants. They want you to feel like you um, are supposed to take care of the energy they're emitting. They want you to feel like I'm emanating this, it's your fault, and also it's your job to fix it. So this is the hardest thing for an empath, okay? The hardest thing for an empath is to observe something that's going on and to not make it about themselves and, next hardest thing, to not fix it. That's not to say that all empaths were raised in abuse or trauma. That's not true. Not all empaths have emotional abuse. But for those of you who do, who understand this, will understand why I need to say, just because you're aware of someone else's feelings or emotions does not mean that it is your job to fix them. It's actually really not your job to fix those feelings or thoughts. Just because you're aware of the energy emanating from a person, it doesn't mean that you have to fix it. Your awareness does not equal your responsibility. Okay? This is a super hard lesson. This is like, Something that empaths really struggle with. I had a client once tell me, well, isn't it my job to fix it because I know about it? No, no, it's not. Each individual person is responsible for fixing. And I say that with my little finger quotes over here. Each individual person is responsible for fixing themselves. Nobody can fix anybody else. It's literally impossible. And like, We hear that phrase, like it gets thrown around in um, self-work communities and everyone's like, yeah, yeah, I know. But I really would love for people to like tie an anchor to that phrase and like sink it down real deep into their minds or their hearts because it's true. Nobody can fix anybody else. I cannot change anybody else's inner feelings, thoughts, emotions, persona, personality. I can't do anything about it. And so it's, it's an, an exercise in futility. It's a measurement of exhaustion for me to even try. If I was to try to solve um, someone's problem, if they're radiating negativity at me, I might be able to pass them something they need or clean up the space so that they feel more comfortable or whatever it might be. I could do a few things to improve the situation externally, but I cannot do anything at all to improve the situation internally for the person emanating the energy at me, okay? And so your job as an empath is to be aware of what's going on, number one. Allow yourself the awareness, number two, to trust yourself, like believe yourself that you know what's going on, that you are picking up on something and it's legit. I want you to trust yourself. I want you to believe yourself more than anything because a lot of us just seek to be believed we want someone to see us and to say I validate you I acknowledge you I accept you I trust you you're right like I I see what you're saying um and just like no one else can we can't fix anyone else no one else can fix us 
So if we are wanting to be validated, we must validate ourselves. So I want you to be aware of what you're feeling and picking up on. I want you to trust yourself and believe yourself. And then I want you to decide, like, what am I going to do about it? Right? Because, like, for you to go into someone else's energy just because you're aware of it and start, like, doing things based on the unspoken energy, that's kind of not your job, right? It could be inappropriate even. Because if we're dealing with healthy people and someone is just like putting out a vibe, but they're on, they don't know they're putting out that vibe and you come in and start like doing their self work for them. That's like hijacking their, their life for them a little bit. And they didn't ask you. It's not really your place. Right. But on the flip side, if it's a toxic situation, someone's putting out a vibe because they want you to come like get in this like yucky emotional abuse stance with them. Well, then you're harming yourself by doing it. So the question I said was, well, what are you going to do about it? So we've created this scenario where we are aware of someone's energy that they're putting out. We acknowledge that we are aware of it. We trust ourselves and believe it. And then we go, now what? Well, there's several options. You can narrate your reality, which is a handy dandy little phrase that I like to throw around where you say to someone, hey, are you all right? And they can answer honestly or not. And then, then that's on them. If they say, yeah, I'm good. You can go, ugh, but you feel awful to me. Like you think that to yourself. You don't, you don't say that out loud. You go, okay. And you let them, you let them sit and stew in whatever it is that they're dealing with because you gave them the option to utilize their free will and to opt into talking to you. And they didn't take that option. So that's okay. But you can keep it moving. Or you can say, hey, is everything all right? And they can go, no, I'm really upset, like da 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 whatever happened. And you can hear them, validate them, do whatever it is that you like to do when you're listening to someone else or when you're engaging with someone else or you're connecting with someone else. But do you notice that I'm offering you an option here in which you extend to the other person, hey, I'm noticing something's going on. Do you want to engage with me about it? What that does is it honors both your free will and their free will. You're saying, hey, I'm feeling this feeling coming from you. <laughs> do you want to do anything with that? And then they can say yes or no. And then you need to be okay with whatever they say. Now, if you're in a situation where someone's energy is like radiating at you and it's like too much, too intense, too overwhelming, feel free to walk away from that situation at any point. Free, feel free to do whatever it takes to make yourself feel better feel free to just not engage with that energy at that point because if you've given the option or even if you haven't, if you know that you're within a place within yourself where you just can't even deal with that, go ahead and shield your energy. Go ahead and move somewhere different. Go ahead and just shut that down, okay? What I also want to make sure I'm doing here is validating the empaths. I want to say, yes, it's a real thing. Yes, it is a real thing. Yes. You are feeling energy coming from people, unspoken. You are feeling energy coming from places or things. You are picking up on some type of vibe. And if you're in a relationship where you're feeling some type of vibe, feeling some type, some type of vibe, and you go, what's up? And they're like, nothing. Or they gaslight you, which means they make you feel crazy. Or they like sort of tell you that, you know, you're wrong all the time about the vibe that you know you're picking up on. That's, that's dangerous and I'd like you to like remove yourself from that situation if possible. <clears throat> but 
but I want to say it's a valid thing. It's a real thing. You can feel the emotions from others. They're not always bad emotions. Sometimes you can feel someone's joy radiating from them, or you can just feel that someone's got good energy and you're like, I don't know why, but I like that person. That's you picking up on the essence of them. That's what an empath is. An empath is really finely tuned to the energy of other people. It's a beautiful thing and it can be very exhausting because something that happens frequently to empaths is they forget to say this one thing to themselves and what that one thing is is like a game changer it's like a life changer so get ready I'm gonna give you this big thing that might well hopefully will be helpful okay the thing I want you to say to yourself is am I feeling my own feelings or am I feeling somebody else's feelings does this thought mood vibe, whatever I've got going on within me that seemed to just appear, does this belong to me or does it belong to somebody else? This is like the quintessential question for empaths to ask themselves. Is this my mood or is this somebody else's mood? Did I pick up some energy from somewhere or what's going on? Is this me? Is this somebody else? Because so many times you can just be out in the world, have an interaction with somebody who's emanating this like yuck at you. And then like it infects your auric field or your energy field and you're carrying it around with you and you'll get back in the car and be like, ugh. And then whoever you're with is like, what the heck? And you're like, I don't know. You know, because you've picked up somebody else's energy. You've picked up somebody else's vibrations. You've picked up somebody else's something else. So when you're in some type of mood, you can go, is this mine or somebody else's? And in a, it works in a negative way. So most often this is a helpful tool when you're like feeling some type of way that's bad. But it's also really helpful for you to go, this place always makes me feel better. So I'm going to go there on purpose. If you find a place or a person or an object that always uplifts your energy field, you can go ahead and interact with it intentionally so that you feel better when you're not feeling so great. Conversely, if there is always someone who brings you down or always a place that makes you feel bad or an object that's like haunted or something and you're not liking the vibe you're getting from it, I give you permission to just kind of not, just don't anymore. So, Ask yourself that question. Is this my feelings? Are these my feelings? Is this my vibe? Or is it somebody else's vibe? Or are these someone else's feelings? And be willing to figure out the answer. A lot of witchcraft or a lot of spirituality is honestly just about being aware of yourself and then doing something with that awareness that you have. And as you do that, you sift through so much and you up-level and up-level and up-level spiritually and you become this like, highly elevated person and that for me is my goal I don't know what your goal is but that's one of my goals in life if you find that you are absorbing the energy of people and you don't want to what I want you to do as an empath is to shield yourself and I'm going to talk about that more in a in a future episode because it's come to my attention that a lot of people don't know how to properly cleanse their energy or shield their energy but what I want you to do is basically just say, I'm not going to feel the feelings of this person, or I'm not going to allow the energy of this place to infect me, or I'm not going to allow the energy of this situation to change my energy. And you declare it to be so over and over and over again, if you need to. And you can use things like chanting or 
mantras or affirmations or just standing there in your power or light a candle or whatever it is that you need to do to shield your energy field and just be like, I'm in charge of my energy field. Nothing that's going to happen today is going to, you know, dim my shine. And it still might a little bit because we have these like implicit things that we're used to. So we let a little bit come through. But overall, if we're intentionally like shielding ourselves, we're going to do a lot more proactive things to take care of our energy field than we would if not. It's the difference between being reactive and proactive. And I want you to always be proactive in your life so that you are in charge of your energy field. A witch or a spiritually aligned person doesn't allow others to tell her how she's going to be. I want to say that again. A witch or a spiritually aligned person does not allow others to tell her how she's going to be. When she's right with herself, she says, oh no, I'm not letting the world dictate to me how I'm going to be. I'm going to tell the world how I'm going to be. I'm going to show up in my greatness, my glory, my power, my beautiful energy. And no one gets to change my energy unless I say so. And generally I don't. Do you see the difference there? Whereas like instead if you're like, let's go into this thing and see what happens. And if they're going to be nasty to me, I'm going to be nasty back. Well, okay. But who, who has all the power then in that situation? It's certainly not you. That's reactive, and I don't like living that way personally. So while it's true that I can't change the energy of a space that I walk into, I certainly can decide what's going to happen on my side. I certainly can say, shields up, shield my energy, not happening today. I'm going to be however I like to show up to the world, and that's that. And I'd like to empower you to try to do the same thing. There are some tools that we can use to help us with this. I love to use crystals to support me in um, staying really grounded, staying really shielded, staying protected in my energy field. I like to have, um, well, you know, I like to have crystals in general. I'm like Little Miss Crystal Pockets. Like I like to have my crystals with me, but specifically for empathic um, healing or empathic shielding or empathic protection, it's really good to carry black crystals with you black tourmaline or an obsidian or something like that. Snowflake obsidian's nice. Um, you can get a tourmalated quartz. That's fantastic. There's lots of beautiful options for crystals that will help protect your energy field. And so you can have a black one with you to protect you or to shield you. And then you can have like another crystal with you to heighten you or to connect you better or to manifest positivity. So, you know, for example, I might carry some black kyanite and then I might also have like citrine so that like the kyanite helps protect me and to connect me to my guides um, because kyanite's really great with that. And then the citrine brings me joy. So I'm like, okay, I'm protected. And then I'm also connected. And then I'm also in the state of joy. And I'm the one protecting myself and I'm the one connecting and I'm the one bringing in the joy. But the crystals help me. They're tools to help channel the energy in that way. That's what crystals do. They channel the energy to a certain vibration for you. So you can hold your hand and be like, bring me joy, help me access joy. And then your your soul, your spirit, your energy field is accessing the energy field of joy through this beautiful crystal. Okay. And so if you're going to make an intentional decision to work with your gift as an empath, I want you to set yourself up for success. I want you to say to yourself, how do I want to be in this situation? How do I want to enter this circumstance? What do I want to do? What are my values? 
You know, I want you to trust yourself. I'm getting this vibe. I believe myself. What do I want to do about it? That is proactive for myself. And then like, what tools can you have on your person? Like what crystals can you carry or something like that? You know, I'm in the process of, um, offering enchanted jewelry on my website. I have previously offered it privately through my clients and and stuff like that. But I enchant necklaces for clients all the time to be grounding and protective. They are enchanted with with a spell to dispel negative energy. You know, how are you setting yourself up for success? Are you wearing something to protect you? Are you carrying something to help you remind you who you are? Fundamentally, the items themselves are magical. But it's not the item that you need so much as the reminder, oh, I can check into this space where I can access my highest self or I can remind myself of who I am and what I want to do. So that's my thought for the day on being an empath. There's so much to talk about with being an empath. Um, It's so complicated. And a lot of people want to talk about the link between empaths and narcissists. And that's something we can talk about. If that's something you're interested in, you can go ahead and hit me up. But um, that just goes back to that abuse situation, that abuse dynamic that we sort of touched on earlier. But mostly what I want to empower the empaths with is the um, information like, yeah, you're, it's a real thing. You really are an empath. If you're, if you're walking into a space and feeling the energy of it, you're an empath. If somebody doesn't have to say a word to you, but you, you kind of know their vibe, you're an empath. That's a real thing. And I want to validate that for you. Um, and then I want to say, just trust yourself, believe yourself, and then you decide how you want to show up and you decide what you want to do about it. You are not required to solve anybody else's problems just because you know about them. Okay. Um, and set yourself up for success. And one way you can set yourself up for success is to carry crystals with you. Um, I really, I really love the power of crystals. And that's why I started doing on my website, you can navigate over to the subscription um, tab or I don't know, menu option. (laughs) I am not technological. I don't know the right words. There's like a pull down menu, the little lines, and you'll see a thing that says subscriptions. I'm purposely offering this thing called crystal of the month because I want it to give the opportunity to witches to or non-witches, just people who like crystals. I want to give the opportunity to people to expand their crystal collection and to receive things, a crystal in the, in the mail every month. Um, that's something they might not have picked for themselves or something that they might not have known about or something that maybe they weren't aware what it did or how it exists in the world. Um, but that I've curated um, by, you know, consulting my guides and, and sending out these crystals each month to people because I wanted to give the opportunity to expand your crystal collection because I really believe that they're doing so much for us. And I also really like the idea of allowing, of my clients allowing people, allowing themselves to receive something that they themselves didn't necessarily know they needed, but they're open enough to accept it. Um, with crystal of the month, I'm going to send fundamental crystals that are important for everybody to have in their collection. I'm also, I also have a little kit available. Um, that's going to be like this, the base, the basic, you know, the basic crystals that everybody need. So, but I'm going to send fundamental crystals that everyone needs, but I'm also going to send really interesting different crystals that you might not have even known about, or that you might not have ever considered picking up. 
But when you receive it, you're going to be like, oh my God, absolutely. That is what I've been needing and I didn't even know it. Or it will come in handy at some point. Um, each one's going to have a little card describing the metaphysical properties of these crystals and how to activate them, how to cleanse them, how to charge them, what that even means. It's all going to be there um, in in the card that you receive with your crystal each month. And I, I priced it at $15 a month um, because it's I wanted to keep it affordable. I don't think that witch work should be super expensive or unattainable. I will always in my work, as I always have with my psychic readings, with all of my intuitive work, with all of my workshops that I've taught, with everything I've ever done, I've always kept at least one thing very, very affordable because I think that spirituality should be accessible to everybody. That's why I have an Instagram page. That's free. That's why I'm doing this podcast. That's free. I want everybody to have the option to opt in to spiritual growth. And I think that that's so important. And then I try to keep things very affordable because honestly, one of the reasons that we have all felt so removed from our own essence and our own spirituality is because of money and how that's gotten involved in it. So, you know, I'm keeping it real. I'm keeping it affordable, $15 a month, and you will get a crystal delivered to you with a little information packet and it's beautiful and um that's my gift to you so i hope that this was helpful empath 101 i will do another podcast about um empath empath things at some point but please hit me up with some feedback i've been getting a lot of really cool messages through my website at moonstonewitchery.com i love receiving messages from you you can always dm me um on my instagram page you know um, moonstone underscore witchery i am active there too um but i do i love hearing from you guys i love the feedback on the podcast and if you have questions or comments or if you have suggestions for show topics please do hit me up i would love to hear from you um so yeah please feel free to find me on any number of the platforms that you can find me and i would love to connect and i will post this up and talk to y'all next week